Welcome to the Infinitely Radiant Podcast, where my mission is to empower moms through pelvic and whole body wellness. My name is Miranda, and I'm bringing a holistic approach to helping moms reach their full potential and live their life to the fullest. I will be breaking down stigmas that we moms face and empowering you to elevate your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to be the best you yet. I'm excited to have you join me on the quest to being infinitely radiant mamas. Hey y'all and welcome to today's episode. I've gone on Stephanie Hewitt, a sleep consultant offering private coaching to families with children from newborns to teenagers. Um, Stephanie is certified in uh, pediatric sleep hygiene, postpartum health, baby led uh, weaning, toddler behavior modification, and positive parenting. And I have personally used Stephanie to help with my daughter who's three, her sleep troubles that she was having where she would sometimes not go to sleep for an hour or two at bedtime and at naps. And so now she's helped all of us to be happy sleepers. And so we are so, so happy. And so I'm so happy to have her on. And thank you so much for helping me and all the families that you do. How are you doing? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. This is super fun. And I love that we like know each other. (laughs) This is so fun. And work together and then have met in person. So it definitely makes it a lot more fun for sure. So I want to start. Can you tell everybody just a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to get into doing sleep consulting? Yes. So I was a stay-at-home mom for 17 years and I have four kids, but we have quite an age range. My oldest will be 18 next month and my youngest turned five over the summer. And with every single one of them, we had a different problem. We had different sleep issues. We've had just, every kid is different. And everybody says that all the time, but it's so true. And especially with sleep, but it feels like it should be the same. Just go to sleep and and it should be fine, but it's not, and it's hard. And so with each one of my kids, we just kind of battled our way through these sleep issues. And I didn't have the internet. I didn't have social media. There was no sleep consultants to talk to when I was first doing this with parenting. And so I would go to the pediatrician and ask my questions. And I've always had a good relationship with our pediatricians, but with sleep, the answers were so unsatisfactory. They just didn't give me any tools I could use. So we battled with sleep for years and years and years. So when I did find out that I was expecting our fourth one, I was actually nervous because we had struggled with sleep for so long in so many different ways with our other kids. And I, now I have these older kids and I was like, how can I go through this sleep deprivation as a mom and still effectively parent these preteens? So I was really scared and she was born and we did okay. And then she got sick. And when she was going through her illness, she had pneumonia and RSV sleep just went out the window. We went into survival mode and we were just doing what we could do. Once she was feeling better and I got the all clear from the doctor that her lungs were clear, breathing was good. We still weren't sleeping and I didn't know what to do. So the internet put a sleep consultant in my feed and I found this program and I worked with someone and I was like, this is life changing. 
it, it literally changed everything. It changed my relationship with my husband. It changed my confidence level when my child, my children went to bed. It changed the way I interacted with my big kids. It just changed everything. And I thought, you know what? Parents need to know about this. And I think I could be really good at it. So I went ahead and got certified and I love it. That's awesome. Love how your experience and what you've been through mm -hmm. led you and that passion, right? Of what you've gone through. You don't want other moms and families to go through that and want to help them. So I love your story and can definitely attest myself to how much it helps for my daughter now be going to sleep 738. We now, me and my husband in the evenings, we're like, whoa, less free time. It's so nice where we can bond again instead of spending yes. nine or 10 o'clock. We're both exhausted in bad moods and then our sleep can be disrupted. So it really helps in many different aspects, not just with our kiddos. So super important and love, love what you're doing. Some people have this notion of sleep coaching, their mind might go more so to some of the misconceptions of what people think with like cry it out and like sleep training, I feel like can sometimes have this negative um, connotation behind it. So can you go into some of the misconceptions and just spread some light on that so we can break those down? Oh yeah, for sure. So I probably get asked about crying nine out of 10 times I talk to somebody on the phone. It's this source of really high stress for parents. I don't want to cry it out. I want a gentle method. I don't want my baby to be, to be crying for an hour in their bed. And I don't blame them at all. It feels really anxiety inducing. And there's a lot of information about, is it producing stress hormones? Is there long-term damage? Is this traumatic for my child? Like there's a lot of really heavy words that are associated with this idea of sleep training. So the thing that I always tell parents is I am not going to tell you to let your baby cry it out or your toddler for that matter, because in my mind, cry it out means you put them in the bed and you walk out of the room and say, good luck. Okay. On the flip side of this, your baby is a human and they will cry when we make change because that's how they express themselves. So I talk parents through crying in that as a parent, your responsibility is to be there for your child, to listen to them, to meet their needs and respond appropriately. So when I work with a family of an infant, I use a gradual retreat method. It's, it's or sometimes called the chair method or the camping out method. All of these you can Google on the internet. We keep the parent in the room because to reduce anxiety for mom and to offer support to the child, there is going to be crying because you're asking your baby to do something they've most likely never done before, which is fall asleep on their own. And it's hard. So we talk about what, what could they be telling you? Why are they crying? Well, they're probably crying because they're confused and they're frustrated. So what can you do as a parent when your child is expressing this frustration? And I walk parents through a very clear and easy step-by-step -step process that they can offer comfort to their child when they're trying to learn a new skill because learning new things is hard. We all are born knowing how to sleep but learning to fall asleep and have healthy sleep hygiene is absolutely a skill. Just like walking or reading or learning to feed themselves, it requires practice 
and it requires patience. And when we're learning something new, people are going to cry. Like I taught my kids how to read. They cried because they were frustrated. I taught my 16 year old how to drive a car. She cried. I cried. We were all frustrated. It was very, very hard. Sleep is the same. There's going to be tears, but we talk about what's normal, what's not normal, and how you can support your baby while learning this new skill and also give them some space and allow them to express themselves to you. For sure. Yeah. And I can definitely attest to that when me working with you, where at first my daughter didn't like the changes, right? She was comfortable <laughs> with our routine. But once we set those boundaries and we're like, hey, this is how it's going to go. There was a little bit of crying at first and it can be hard, right? When you hear them crying, like my husband, he's more of the softing that way where he wants to like go there, right? And help her. But when we set firm to our boundaries and in the end, like there's no crying. She goes down to bed super easy and you helped us in, like we saw immediate changes just in like, the first few days, but three weeks nipped it in the bud and we were all sleeping well. So it can happen quick. So super important to shed light on that for sure. So now that everybody knows what sleep coaching is not, can you walk us through a little bit about what it looks like to work with you? Yeah. So I work with families of varying ages and each package that I offer in every age group is has a baseline and then it builds on itself. So I work with newborn families for a minimum of a month. Most often I'll be working with families for two or three months because I like to work with a newborn family until the baby is about four months old. And we just, we work on food feeding and laying down in the bed for one nap a day and laying down in the bed for two naps a day. And we talk about developing a bedtime routine. So it's really, really slow with a newborn. There's no sleep training. This is sleep foundations, okay? Good then term. in for, you know, five months and up to really like 18 months, I consider that an infant. And then we're talking about falling asleep independently. And we're talking about maybe removing the child. Cause I, I've worked with a lot of families who have been co-sleeping and who don't want to co-sleep anymore, but they feel really, really overwhelmed on how to get the baby out of the bed and in their own space. Or I've been rocking my baby to sleep. So we talk a lot about that. And we talk about daily schedules. We talk about nap time. We talk about what to do if the baby falls asleep in the car. So I like to work with a family for a minimum of three weeks because I want to make sure that parents have tools, right? I don't want you to walk away from your time with me and go, uh-oh. I don't know what to do now because I only worked with Stephanie for five days, right? We, we, we spend time together. We dive in and then with toddlers and elementary school age kids, minimum of three weeks because change is hard. Kids don't like it. They like routine. They like to know what's expected of them and establishing boundaries takes time and consistency from parents. And I want to make sure that I'm there for all of that to answer questions. Yeah. Sometimes we as parents and I mean, I can attest to where, we got in trouble where she learned how to crawl out of her crib and that's where just everything changed. She was such a good sleeper. And then it's like, whoa, like, what do we do? And so we got kind of trapped and maybe certain things we were doing that led to her behaviors where unknowingly we feel like we're doing the right thing. Um, Absolutely. So learning how to get ourselves out of that and in a peaceful way where we all enjoy it too. And love that you also shed light on, because with my experience, 
my daughter being three, right? In that toddler range, but that it looks different for a newborn. And for us, it was three weeks, but for newborns in that stage, you see them, like you said, for two to three months until they're four months. So love that. And with all of this, I mean, honestly, my personal opinion, I feel like every parent should have support in this area. So with you and your experience, yeah, how do you feel with that, especially new parents juggling learning on sleep, something that can seem so simple, where really there can be a lot more into it and where having support can help? I think that there are so many questions about sleep that are just going unanswered because of tradition and a culture that we've created. Uh, I was actually in a local pediatrician's office a couple of weeks ago, and the head nurse in the office was like, we get asked questions about sleep literally every day. And I don't have the resources for them, quite frankly. And there are fantastic, well-known pediatrician's office that are providing an excellent service to the community, but they don't respond to questions about sleep effectively. And so the thing that I love about this sleep consulting, sleep coaching with parent coaching is that I try to be really, really well-rounded. I want to meet you where you're at with your family, your parenting style, and what your sleep goals are. I don't believe in hard and fast parenting for my own family, and I don't believe in hard and fast coaching for any of the clients that I work with. And sleep is such an integral need. We cannot go without it. We cannot go without food, air, or sleep. And so having somebody on your team that can answer these questions, help you deal with naps, get a good night's sleep, and take the anxiety out of, if I fall asleep right now, then maybe I'll get an hour of sleep before the baby wakes up. You know, or that, is that them? Are they in the room? Are they out? Just kind of that on edge feeling that so many parents have, it it disrupts the little sleep you are getting. And so if I can help families get good restorative sleep, it helps so many other things in their lives. And I mean, I've, I've experienced it myself. I, I think everybody should have a sleep coach, whether it's me or somebody else. I think we all need it. Right. I know me having gone through it too. I'm like, yes, we should have looked into that sooner and addressed it sooner. I mean, I'm glad we did eventually, but I'm like, we put up with it for too long. And even I remember back to the newborn stages being so like researching, like, oh, how long should she sleep? And all of this where I'm sure it can be general for some babies, but maybe even different for them. Right. And like you said, with their schedule, like for me, I just have one child, but as people maybe have more and they're on the go more, like how does naps or sleep look like for them there and looking more at their specific lifestyle. So that's important that you point out too, is won't be this cookie cutter, like, oh, follow this schedule. And probably most of the times, or I'm sure you can attest to it. Most of the times it is probably not. No, no. And I actually, I work with a lot of first time moms, but I actually work with a lot of moms with that have had their second kid, third kid, fourth kid. I've even worked with a couple yeah. moms with baby number seven because wow. we're just trying to figure out how can I get enough sleep and how can my baby get enough sleep with all the other things we're doing. And moms are so taxed and so tired and just our brains are in a hundred different places. I'm always teasing my kids. Wait, don't tell me that something else is going to fall off the back. I've got to write it down. Right. 
and Same. we just yeah, we just need somebody and I have I had a mom one time it, she was I helped her with baby number seven and she was like literally just tell me like just tell me what to do and I'll do it I don't want to think about this anymore I don't want to research this I just want to be able to ask you questions and have you tell me and I'll do it and I'm like done we can do that no problem Right. Yeah. And that's what it came down for us too, where the time to try and figure it out. And with me, especially business owner needing, wanting more of that time, like when she was napping and wouldn't nap, I'm like, oh, this is cutting into time. I thought I would have to work while she's napping, you know? And so just feeling like my time wasn't spent where I needed to and different aspects from like, I don't have time to figure this out on my own. I need somebody to help guide me and say, Hey, do this. And that makes the world of difference for sure. And with sleep being something so simple, but can really cause a lot of different issues with, you know, our life if we're not getting enough sleep and many aspects of our life, but also like we talked about with our spouses, our kids, just our family environment. I feel like sleep is something that a lot of people maybe don't realize is an issue or especially with their kids, not knowing what's normal or not, maybe can put up with it or just think maybe this is just my kid, or maybe this is just how it's supposed to be. Like all of those thoughts, I feel like are a lot of it. And that's where at first I was telling myself, oh, this is just a stage, her crawling out of her crib. We just need to adjust. Right. But I got to a point where I'm like, no, this is <laughs> like, this is not a stage, but for those that maybe keep pushing through is there anything that they can keep an eye on or anything like that where you feel like will help them to know, no, this is not normal? Yeah. So a few things that I notice with parents first, moms will call me or dads and say, the first thing is I'm exhausted. If you are consciously thinking about how tired you are all the time, you're not getting enough sleep. And I've had, I've worked with a couple of families where dad was in the military or dad was a firefighter or dad was a police officer and has a, a high intensity job and he's not getting enough sleep. Now we, now we're worried about safety. Okay. The other thing is I'll get parents that are like, I'm forgetting to do things at work. I'm just not performing at my job the way that I want to be performing at my job. I had a mom one time that was like, I've gained 25 pounds in the last eight months because I don't have any bandwidth for anything else. I can't exercise. I can't eat because I'm not getting any sleep. So if, if you're noticing that your physical health is deteriorating, your ability to concentrate on things, if you're consciously thinking about how tired you are all the time, if you're feeling more snappy with your spouse than normal, you don't have any time together in the evening. You're afraid to get a babysitter and go out because your child, you know, bedtime is horrible and you can't leave your baby with somebody or your child with somebody. Those are red flags. It does not have to be that way. Okay. So things that you can think about with your children, is your baby cranky and clingy? Do they fight bedtime? Is your child experiencing some behavior troubles? Have you noticed that their, their mood swings? We're really, really, really happy and excited. And now we're really, really, really sad. And it's like somebody flipped a switch. This means they're overtired. This, this constant kind of manic behavior is a classic expression of being overtired. And so if you notice that your child's not eating very well, they're probably overtired. So kids will also exhibit symptoms of exhaustion but it's kind of hard to tell. And then there's a lot of that. This is just kind of my kid or they're just kind of hyperactive or 
they just don't like sleep. My kid's a low sleep needs kid. Well, even if your child is a low sleep needs child, they still need 10 hours of sleep a night. Really, kids need 10 to 12. And so that 10 hours is a minimum. And so if you're kind of piecing together, well, we try to put into bed at eight, but they don't go to sleep until nine. And then they're up at one for a while. And then they come in my room at three and then they want to get up for the day at five 30. That's not 10 hours. Right. So right. if you can kind of think about what that looks like and then make decisions about, you know what, maybe we're not getting enough sleep, then that's where I would reach out for help. Yeah. I love all those different suggestions from the parent aspect first. And then from the child to see, hey, let's look and see, are we experiencing these things? Then and you offer a free consult where they can chat with you, right? 15 minutes, I think is, is right? Yeah, yeah, 15 to 20 minutes. I think everybody deserves information. And truthfully, I want when people work with me and I work with you, I want to feel comfortable with each other. And sure. not everybody's going to want to work with me. And that's okay. I try really hard to be accommodating and I'm really, really non-judgmental. I have four kids. Do you know how many mistakes I've made, right? So I want people to be able to talk to me, kind of get, get an idea for what kind of my, my personality is um, and be able to ask questions. Ask me your questions. I want to help. I want you to go into our experience together feeling excited. My favorite thing is when I get off the phone of a free call with a mom and she says, I feel like I have hope now. I feel like maybe it's not going to be so bad. I'm like, yes, it's not going to be so bad. It's going to be okay. Yep. There is hope to get out of this situation that you're in. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that as well. And so what is one thing you would share to parents who aren't sure if they should invest in a sleep coach? So I've worked with families in really, really wide range of scenarios. I worked with a family whose baby was sleeping all through the night. He was four months old and was going to bed and sleeping. He was sleeping 10 hours, would wake up for like a five o'clock feed and then went back to sleep, which is so age appropriate. It was, it was great. They wanted help with naps. And one of my packages keeps me on retainer for a year. And they have email support and a couple of, you know, kind of stashed away phone calls. And that's what she wanted. She just wanted to be able to email me questions and call me when things got weird. And we wanted to talk about naps in a daily schedule. And it was fantastic. And then I get parents who are up and down every hour with their kid because they're going through the four month sleep regression and no one has slept in three weeks. And we are like just barely hanging on to sanity. So I don't think that there's any wrong time to reach out and have support because kids grow and change so fast and you go on vacation or people get sick or it's daylight savings time or they go through a language spurt and instead of sleeping, they're now singing at two o'clock in the morning. And so that there's really no, I, I've not run into a situation where I thought to myself, wow, you really didn't need me. <laughs> you know, there, there's always something to do. There's always something to help with. There's always something to talk through together. For sure. Yeah. Having that support there to answer your questions, give you that clarity and a game plan to move forward where you're not feeling stuck or exhausted. You know, there's a pathway out of it. It makes all the difference. And I even recently 
from working with you, right? My package, we went on vacation mm-hmm. in that sleep situation. We were sleeping in the same room and it was starting to get a little difficult. I was like, help. So being able to reach out and say, Hey, with being on vacation, what should we do? It makes a whole world of difference to have that support and help. So yeah, I definitely recommend getting a coach to help you along the way. Yeah. Is there anything else you wish I had asked or that you would like to share? No, I I love this. This was great. You asked really, really good questions and I hope people found it valuable. The thing, so the questions that I get asked on the phone calls, these free calls that I offer are, is my baby going to cry and what can we do about it? And how much does it cost? Okay. Money is always an issue. All of my pricing is available on my website. So before you even get on the phone with me, feel free to look to see if this is a fit that works for you. I do offer different levels of support. So hopefully there's something for everyone. But the thing that I tell my families is that I take your monetary investment really seriously because my husband and I had that conversation. Is this going to be worth it? Is this going to be worth the money? Can we put the money to this? And let me tell you, we look back on that as one of the best investments we ever made because we invested in our relationship. We invested in our health, our child's health, our ability to parent our other children and our general family well-being. And so it can feel scary to hire someone, especially if I get families that found me on Google or find me on Facebook and they, they don't know who I am. They live in California. And they just take this leap of faith with me. And I take that really, really seriously because I I want people to achieve their goals. I'm not going to leave you high and dry. We're not going to walk away before you meet the sleep goals and feel comfortable. And so that's something that I try to offer that reassurance is I'm on your team. I'm, I'm team your family and your baby or your child and I want to make sure that that you're going to get what you need and that your family is going to feel amazing by the time we're done. For sure. Yeah. Bringing that confidence that this partnership together will help them reach their goals can make a ton of difference. And with you mentioning the money part, I know, cause that's even with what I do, it can be hard yes. for people. And with me having worked with you, thinking of not just the numbers in the bank account or what that looks like, right? Just reflecting on how can this help your life? Like we've already talked about like your spouse for me and my husband, it helped us have that quality time again in the evenings and where we both were feeling kind of snappy and just attitudes even during the day, right? Like not the best. So that can create a little bit during the day or like maybe with your child, how you react, you're just overwhelmed, frustrated you know, and being able for everybody to have that sleep and just get that peace again, what that looks like for your life. And I know for us, the investment was well worth it. So just how it can help you overall with your self and your well-being, but also for your family too. Yeah, absolutely. And so how can people find you if they would love to learn more or work with you? So I have a website, it's riseandrestcoaching.com and I'm on Instagram as Rise and Rest Sleep Coach and I have a Facebook page, Rise and Rest Parent and Sleep Coaching. So I'm pretty easy to find. I think Google likes me. You could Google me and hopefully I'll show up. <laughs> but yeah, and, and don't hesitate to take advantage of the free call, man. Just let's, let's ask some questions. Let's see what we can do because I mean, one time I had a mom be like, so what's the difference between like, why would I, why would I hire you over just looking at Google? And I was like, well, I'm a human and 
I'm going to talk to you and answer your questions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Google will say, if my baby does this and this, then do ABC. Well, I did this and this, and then my baby did LMNOP. So now what do I do? And then that's when you would call me and we would work through it together and answer your questions. And it's just, there's something irreplaceable about working with a person that yep. sees you and can talk to you. What I do with families can be really vulnerable. There has to be honesty. You have to tell me how it's going. I ask you to fill out a sleep log so I can see what's being implemented and what progress is being made. We talk about parenting. How are you speaking to your child? How is your child speaking to you? What changes maybe me, you know, need to make during the day? And it gets personal. It gets personal. And so I want to make sure that people feel comfortable and like they can trust me because this is vulnerable stuff. When you're exhausted and you're coming to somebody asking for help, they can feel really vulnerable. And I hope parents feel empowered when they ask for help instead of feeling like you're a bad parent because you're not a bad parent. If you're asking for help, then you're on the right track. Ask the questions, check people out, see who's qualified because I want you to get the help that you need with someone who can really do a good job. For sure, yeah, do your research and know help is out there for this and getting the support can help you so, so much to get you one and take a lot of the headache and stress off of you where you can put it towards your family and your spouse yeah. and yourself. So I love that. And y'all, Stephanie is amazing. And thank you so much for being on today and all that you've done for me and my family and all the other families out there. I really appreciate what you're doing. So thank you so oh, much. It's for such a pleasure. Thank you. This was great. You're awesome. I think you guys are the best. Aww. Thank you. So awesome having you on. And thank you all for listening today. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's Infinitely Radiant episode. If you haven't already, please share this out so we can help other mamas and women live an infinitely radiant life. If you'd like to work with me, Dr. Miranda, please see the show notes for how to schedule a call with me so you can live your active life, leakage, and pressure-free. Remember to take some time for you today, and let's keep on the journey of being infinitely radiant. Thank you.